Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, brothers and sisters. Good evening. My name is Oswaldo Guillen. I just here wanted to joy wanted to joy encouraging you and sharing the word of God with you. Um I wanna I wanna start in prayer, so so let's start. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus through the fire of the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord Jesus, I want you to anoint this prayer group tonight, Lord Jesus. Who is right now hearing and listening in, in this phone line right now, in this hour, in the Lord's hour right now, Lord Jesus. Bless those people who are right now hearing me right now, Lord Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, bless them, bless them. Cover them in your blood, Lord Jesus. Send them powerful anointed oil upon upon this nation, upon the world, upon to all my brothers and sisters out there. Oh, and I pray for peace for people in Jerusalem and the people of Israel, Lord Jesus. I ask the Ruach HaKadosh HaKadosh. To go around the nation and towns and cities and and you know take them out you know put them out of the darkness and and and, and show them the light show them your true holy holy spirit Yeshua Yeshua show them the truth show them the way show them show them the path to the kingdom of heaven Lord Jesus Lord Jesus I I I pray today for my brothers and sisters who are here hearing me right now Lord Jesus bless them right now bless them cover them in your blood Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we repent, we repent of our sins, Lord Jesus, every day. We we give you thanks, Lord, Lord, Lord Jesus. We, we bring you glory, we say hallelujah to you, Lord. We bring you praise and worship to you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father God, Father God, we we know you we know that you're you're coming so near. We know your we sense your presence are so near. We know that you're 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 coming so near, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I pray for the rest of the rest of my brothers and sisters and the rest of people who need Jesus. I want to encourage them. I want to and, and tell them and tell them that you're coming so near. I want them to know that do not lose hope. Do not do not lose faith. Have hope. Be patient. Wait in the Lord. He's, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows that we want to go home. He knows that he he knows that we want you. We want to be with him. But we need, but we need to have faith and patience and hope on the Lord and and trust in the Lord, believe in the Lord, and He will He will protect us. He will protect us from temptation. Oh Lord Jesus, cover us, cover my brothers and sisters, their house, their homes, cover them, their blood, cover the children, cover the family in in your blood, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for your glory, thank you for your honor, thank you for your love, thank you for your peace that you bring that you bring to the nation, you bring to to your to to your children, oh, oh Father God. So Father, I still just pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray to you. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, brothers and sisters, I want to share. I want to share a word with you and John. And John, let's see. And John, let's see. John. John six Like he says here. Let not your heart be troubled. Yet believe in God, believe also in me. 
In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself. That's that where I am. There ye may be also. And and when and whether I go, ye know in the way ye know. Thomas says unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming into the Father but but Jesus. So the what 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 the word what the word of God says, what Jesus says, that no one, no man, no man cannot go to the Father by by Jesus Christ. So if if you want to go to heaven. If you want, if you want to be a part of the, the marriage supper, and you want to be with the Lord, you have to repent. You have to repent. You have to seek the Lord yourself and ask the Lord to 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 forgive you of your sins, and that you have to surrender. You have to surrender. You have to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ always say to me through my heart that He loves. He loves all of you. He loves all of you. He loves everybody. But but Jesus loves everyone. Every single children. He loves everyone. But but the Lord wants everyone to focus on him, to trust in him, believe in him, have hope in him, have faith in him. He is coming. He is coming. He he that's why we that's why we receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. That's why that's why Jesus that's why the Holy Spirit says, you know, don't you know, the Lord says to us, don't, he will not forsake us, he will not bend in us, but he will protect us from temptation, what it was, was about to come. You know, brothers and sisters, what I what I really know is, praise the Lord Jesus, I saw in the clouds judgment. Judgment is already here. And brothers and sisters, we need, we need, we need, we need to get right with God. We need to have our hearts our spirits prepared and ready for the for the return of our, our King Yeshua Jesus Christ and Nazareth. Oh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God is with us, brothers and sisters. Jesus loves us. He's loved us. He's the best Father you ever had in your life. So I wanna I wanna read another another scripture. Uh, uh, John John fourteen eleven verse verse um. Verse 14, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not. Neither know him, but ye know him, for, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while. In the world see me no more, but ye see me because I live, ye shall live also. At that day shall, shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. And he that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loved me, and he that loved me shall be loved of my father, and I love love him, 
and 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 will manifest myself to him. So, brothers and sisters, what God is saying here that we have to love His Ten Commandments. If we love His Ten Commandments and we and we carry the cross and follow Him and walk with Him, we, you know, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus will love us, and even the Father God, who is in heaven, you know, God the Father, He will, He will love us because we 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 obeyed, we obey Him that we all love the Ten Commandments of of Jesus Christ. And the the first commandment that that the Lord commands us to 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 do is love one another, love your neighbors, love your enemies, love your friends, love anyone that you that you that you that you care so much that you care to pray, pray for them, pray for those who are poor, pray for those who are who are sick who are sick, pray for those who who needs who needs Christ in their life, pray for them. Pray for them in the name of Jesus. And, and the Father God will reward you. He will bless you. He will anoint you. He will give you more more rewards. If you do this, he will give you more rewards, brothers and sisters. Brothers, brothers and sisters, we are so close. We are so near. We are so close to going home. I spoke to the I spoke to God Jesus and I say, Lord, when are you coming? He told me so he told me he's told me it's soon. It's soon. It's soon. So if it's soon, so we are neither going home any any moment, brother. So so we need so so what 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 does the Lord want us to do? Tell me, brothers and sisters, what does what does the Lord want us to do? Well, the Lord He tried to He tried to knock He tried to knock to your hearts, and you have to let the Lord Jesus come to your heart and ask the Lord to take over your heart, to take over you. And let the Holy Spirit take over your body, over your spirit. And I tell you, brother, I tell you the manifestation that the Lord's going to do to you is going to is going to do a mighty thing in your life, a mighty thing in your life, brothers and sisters, a mighty thing in your life, brothers and sisters. I'm trying to encourage you. I'm trying to show my love, my love, and my my peace to you. You know, from the Father, for myself, I bring love to you. I bring love to you, and I bring love from from the Father to you, to you, brothers and sisters. But I love you, love you more than anything else. And even Yeshua, He loves you more, brothers and sisters. He loves you more than anything else. He had He has prepared the He has prepared the, the supper just for us. He He's waiting for us. He wants to see us. What should we do? Well, we should we should pray. We should pray one another. We should pray for peace for Jerusalem. We should pray for we should pray for the lost souls. We should we should pray for for your for your neighbors, for your family, for your mother, for your father, for your sisters, for your brothers, for your granddaughters, for your grandparents and grand grand grandmothers and grandfathers. Pray pray everyone that you love. Pray for them. Pray for them. You know, pray for them. You know, you don't want any, you don't want your family, you don't want any your friends, you don't want anyone to be left behind. You 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 just have to pray for them. Ask the Lord Jesus to have mercy on on them. Let the Holy Spirit, let Jesus do His job. Only the Holy Spirit could do the job for for, for only the Holy Spirit, only Jesus and the Holy Spirit will do His jobs to bring to bring the people to Christ Jesus. And you will see, brothers and sisters, you will see. And there will be a shaking coming, brothers and sisters. There will be a shaking coming. And that shaking, uh, 100% true, 
that shaking, that shaking, that earthquake will wake up many people. Many people will start repenting and will start will start accepting Christ, and they will start believing, and they will start having faith, and they will start you know, trusting and having hope in, in Christ Jesus. Father, we are brothers and sisters. We need. We need we need to bring souls. We need to bring souls to the kingdom of God. We need to be disciples. We need to baptize people in the, in the in the in the in, in the Holy Spirit. We need to be disciples. We need to be followers. We need to baptize people in the Holy Spirit. We need to we need to bring souls to the kingdom of God, to the kingdom of heaven. We need to go out there, preach the gospel, preach the the good news of Jesus Christ. We need to we need to encourage one another, you know, love one another, comfort one another, and encourage men one another, teach one another, guide one another. The Lord He wants us to do those things. He want He want us He want us to 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 bring people to His kingdom, bring people to His supper, brothers and sisters. I tell you, this this nation, this United States, is going to be a terrible, brothers and sisters. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be like hell, and I saw I saw so many distractions in 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 this world. I saw so many, so many, so many demons, so many, so many distractions, so many evil, so many hatred. You and I and, and I tell you, brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus took me on this dream. He took me to he 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 took me to he took me and showed me the great tribulation. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, the Great Tribulation is not going to be. It's going. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be like. It's going to be like hell. It's going. It's not going to be nice. It's going to be like. It's going to be like hell. Break loose. And I tell you, brother, the White House. I saw. I saw the Miami, Florida, New York, South Carolina, underwater of this huge tsunami and this earthquake that's coming to to the to this nation. Brothers and sisters, after this, after the destruction, I saw I saw the White House all destroyed. I saw the Antichrist preparing his his army, and brothers and sisters, what 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 the the Lord just told me to this factory. Do you know in this factory, you know sometimes we we eat meat, you know cow, fish, chicken, but in this in this vision that I had in this factory, you know what they put in the cans, human. Human meat, human flesh, human meat, and it was so disgusting, so disgusting. And I saw the antichrist having the male and female like slaves. And brothers and sisters, when I when I saw this person having the mark of the beast, they are, they changed. I saw them automatically. They changed into evil. They changed like like demons, like 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 they already they already possessed. They already they already. They already possessed, and I saw these people chasing me because because the light, because the Holy Spirit that that they see inside of us, they, they was chasing me, and I was hiding, I was hiding, and I was asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, protect me, protect me, Lord, protect me, because protect me, and I, I heard the Lord says, Yes, all right, I, I will, son, I will protect you, I will I will protect you, my son. And brothers and sisters, I I I I felt protected. I felt safe because the Lord Jesus was with me. Brothers and sisters, you don't want to stay. You don't want to stay left behind. 
You don't want to miss the rapture, brothers and sisters. I told you, you don't want to miss the rapture. You don't want to miss the fun things that God's already already prepared just for us to enjoy the celebration, the merry supper. Brothers and sisters, I told you, you don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be left behind on this on this earth, on this planet, on this destruction, on this great tribulation. You don't want to miss the rapture, brothers and sisters. You don't want to miss the rapture. So I want you right now, I want you what you Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing and start praying. Stop praying. Go go to your go to your prayer closet. Go to your prayer closet and fast and pray. Pray to the Lord. The Lord will hear your he he, he will hear your prayers. He will respond your prayers. If you ask the Lord and you seek the Lord, don't be distracted. Don't not just turn off your TV, turn off your radio. Turn off every everything. Go to your room. Go to your closet, your prayer closet, and don't be as distracted because the Satan wants Satan. He finds his way to distract you. So don't be distracted. Just focus on the Lord. Tell the Lord that you want that you that you want to be right with Him. Tell the Lord that you that, that you that you repent that that you repent your sins that you surrender everything to to Him to your Lord Jesus. He's the way. He's the way to truth in the life. He's the only way that you could go to, to heaven. He's the he is the eternal life. He is the he's the mortal God. He's Jesus. He's Jesus Yeshua. The the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Brothers and sisters. We we are so grateful for God for all for all, for all, for his love, for his grace, for his for his mercy. Brothers and sisters, this time it's time to it's time to not play around. It's time to seek seek the Lord Jesus. Call in the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Tell the Lord that that you allow him, that you accept him to come to your to come to your house. To let accept him to come to come to your room to sleep with you. Accept him to come to your heart, to, to, to be in your heart, to take over your heart. Tell the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I want you. I want you to use me as your vessel. Use me as your vessel in your glory, in your name, and the in the Lord, and the Holy Spirit will will be very glad, very happy to take over to take over your body, to take over your vessel, and you will see, brothers and sisters, you will see the miracles. You will see the 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 the, 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 the anointed, the, the blessing that the Father is going to pour upon upon His children, upon the people, on this world, but. There will be a shaking, brothers and sisters. There will be a shaking coming, and many people will start will start repenting. Many people will start, you know, accepting Christ as their Lord and Savior. So, so I say, I say right now, today, brothers and sisters, is is let's get let's get prepared, let's get ready, let's get repenting daily, let's let's start fasting and seeking the Lord, seeking His kingdom. Let's start doing His will, His Father's will. Let's start praying the, for the lost souls, the you know the the local Christian, but the the lost souls. Let's bring in, let's 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 baptize, let's let's make up, let's make, let's 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 start making disciples and let's start baptize baptize them in the in the in the Holy Spirit, and let's start doing, let's start pleasing God, let's 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 please let's please the Father, let's please Jesus. 
Because every time when we do something, you know, I see the father so happy. He's so happy in peace because we, because we're working for his kingdom. We, we, we're doing so many things, you know, you know, to save the soul, to bring it to the kingdom. When we do this, brothers and sisters, I tell you, the Lord, he loves, he loves me. He loves everyone. He loves everyone by doing, by doing his will, by doing his father's will. By doing your, by doing the 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 things that the Lord just command you, the things that the Lord just that ask you to do, the the job, the task that that that, that the Lord Jesus just just command you to do, do it, just do it, just do it, just do this for the Lord Jesus. He wants you to do it. He wants you to save souls to the, to bring to the kingdom. Do this, and you in in God will reward you. God will reward you, so in, in a mighty way, brothers and sisters. So I wanna, I just wanna say to all my brothers and sisters who are hearing me right now in the Lord's hour, I love you guys. You know, peace. You know, stay repentant, stay repenting every day, daily. Read, read the Word, read the Holy Bible. It, 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 it's your Holy Spirit. It gives you, it's like a food. It's like a food, like you eat rice and beans. When the holy the the holy Bible is like a food for your holy spirit it make you strong it make you strong and and the word and the word of god in the in the scripture and the bible it makes you strong in the name of the in the in the present in the present the power in the name of christ jesus let's start let's start serving soul and let's start baptizing people and let's start doing this because when we when we do this we make we make our father we make our lord jesus Yeshua happy. So, brothers and sisters, let's, let's get let's get ourselves prepared, ready. Let's start repenting. Let's start praying. Let's start praying for peace for Jerusalem. Let's start doing this for the Lord, brothers and sisters. Get ready. We are going. We are flying home. We we are going home pretty soon. Jesus is coming very soon. We are we are almost we're almost close for we are close to the season. We are almost supposed to go home. You know, I I'm so I'm so exhausted, so tired of this world that I want to be with the Lord Jesus. I want to go. I want to go to heaven. I want to join the things in heaven with the Lord Jesus. But but right now, brothers and sisters, right now I want all I want all of you to start praying. Start praying for peaceful Jerusalem. Start praying for the lost souls. You know. For, you know. Ask the Lord Jesus. You know, to have mercy on this nation, you know, and have mercy on the people. You know, there's some people who need, who don't know Jesus. You know, pray for them. You know, pray that the the, the ruach, a ruach, hakadosh, hakadosh, that the Lord Yeshua, the Lord Jesus, the Father God will, will, you know, will 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 save those people. Will give them, you know, you know, take them out of the light and take them out of the darkness. Show them the light. Show them the truth. Show them the ho- the holiness. The pure light of 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 heaven, the truth, the truth of the spirit of Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, it's so wonderful to to hear you. So wonderful to be here in the Lord's hour. And I, I wanna I wanna bless my brother Eli Zapata and his family and his children. And I wanna pray. I want also wanna pray for all my brothers and sisters out there who are, who will hear me. And the Lord's hour, I, I bless you, brothers and sisters. I love you. Peace, shalom to all of you. And brothers and sisters, we are going home. Let's get ready. 
We're going, we are flying home. And I want to pray for my brother, brother T.G. Lee and brother Kevin, Baruko. And I bless you, bless you guys. I love you guys. I love you, brothers and sisters. Stay well. Stay repenting and start and stay praying. Start praying for the for the persecution, the church, and start praying for the lost souls. So um, so I'm, let me start and let me let me let me end this 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 uh prayer group this prayer group and 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 the prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus to the Ruach Hakadosh Hakadosh. Oh Lord Yeshua, thank you for your mighty. Your mind anointed in this in this Lord in the Lord's hour of every Zapata in the Lord's hour. Thank you, Lord, by having me here, by speaking, by speaking to your children, by encouraging your children, by preparing them, by telling them the truth about the judgment, about 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 your word, about about the blessings you're gonna pour upon them, Lord. Uh, Lord, I also pray. I also pray for my brother Elvie and his wife and his children. I pray for Brother Lee and his his family and Brother Kevin Maruco and and all my brothers and sisters in the Lord's are. I pray for them in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, cover them in the blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus, I pray for peace for Jerusalem, people of Israel. I pray for those lost souls. I pray for the persecution of the church. I pray for the for the true bride of Christ. That you strengthen them, Lord, that you bring them hope, that you bring them faith, that you that you start strengthening them, that you start leading them to your truth. To your kingdom, and you start, you know, whisper to them, talking, talking to them, touching their hearts and warming their hearts. You know, bring them joy in their heart, bring them love in their hearts, bring them peace in their hearts, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you that you protect us from temptation, that you deliver us from evil, and that you that you protect us in your in your arms and your hands of your protection. Lord, cover your blood upon upon our upon upon me and all my brothers and sisters who are hearing who are hearing me right now. Protect them in your blood, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Yeshua, for your glory, for your blessing, for your love, and all my and all, my, all the love of my brothers and sisters who who love to hear me, who love to hear me by encouraging them and hearing me the word of God. And everything. Thank you, Father. And Father, we cannot wait to enjoy you in the marriage supper, and we cannot wait for your for your return, Lord. We always have our eyes. And our ears open and our eyes focus on you and trusting you and, and having faith and hope in your patience. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to close this prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Thank you, every Zapata. I love you all and have a good night. We, I see you. I'll see you soon in the Mary Supper. If you don't see me, I see you soon in, in the Mary Supper. In the name of God. Shalom.
guys. Welcome to Job's Explosions and Time Prophetic Revelations. I have a word that I received from the Lord on, um, it was November the 29th. I also have a couple dreams that I had after that. Uh, actually, I've had quite a few prophetic dreams. Um, these two, I feel like, tie in with this and really what God is saying to me right now for me and for the body of Christ. Um, you guys know that I've been uh, through quite a bit with David in the last three weeks. Um, actually, it started before Thanksgiving, and um, he was in the hospital three times. Um, so almost three weeks in the hospital since right before Thanksgiving until um, about a week ago, I'd say. But uh, So I am behind on getting these things um, recorded, and so I do apologize for that. Okay, and also, guys, as far as emails and all of that, I am behind um, in, in those things as well. But I am trying to get those things caught up, at, so um, I do apologize for that as well. Okay, this is the word. Um, I've entitled this, God is Calling Us Higher into Greater Revelation and Greater Anointing. Okay, here's the word. It says, um, you know what, before I get started, I want to have a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, I just thank you and praise you, God, for the times that we live in, God, that this is a time of great revelation, times of knowledge and understanding. Lord, I thank you that and it's a time of great power, great anointing. To the body of Christ, Lord, help us, help us, Lord, to resist the devil, to resist the temptations, to resist the distractions, and all the things, Lord, that he sends our way to keep us from becoming closer to you, hearing your voice, seeing what you're showing us, and walking in your power, God, receiving the things that you have for us, because, Lord, I know that you are saying that you have great and mighty things. Lord, these are exciting days, but Lord, they are also days of trial. And Lord, I ask that you would keep us, keep your people, God. Keep us, Lord. This is not the time to fall away. This is not the time to be distracted. Lord, this is the time to focus on you. Help us to do that, Lord. Lord, we humbly submit ourselves to you, and we humbly ask, for your help but Lord we confess to you that we are hungry we are hungry to know you better we are hungry to see and experience everything that you have for us in this age we praise you for it in Jesus name amen okay all right here's the word it says my dearly beloved ones now my dearly loved ones come up higher Take every thought captive in obedience to me. Why do you allow worry and anxiety to plague your minds? Is that my mind? Come up higher, my beloved. Put on my mind. Think my thoughts. You are full in me. There is nothing lacking in me. I am your head. You are my body. Are we not one? Yield to me, my precious ones. I am in you. I am amongst you. Put on my mind, cloak yourselves in me. 
Arise, my children. Your enemy cannot stop you. You are clothed in my glory. Focus on me. Listen to me. See what I see. You have ears to hear. Hear what I say to you. I am indeed speaking. Shut out the chatter. Stop being so distracted and busy. I am revealing the mysteries of heaven to you. Be still and hear all that I have to say to you. Be still and see all that I have to show you. I will not withhold from those who love and trust me. I am revealing myself greater than before. You are able to see what kings have longed to see but could not. So settle down, my children. Listen to me. Have faith to know that I love you and that I will reveal all things to my beloved. You will ascend higher and higher as you yield to me. I am your head. You are my body. We are one. Allow the light of my shining to fill you to overflow. What can I not do? What can you not do when you and I are one? Where is your faith, my beloved? Can you not believe that I can do anything through a vessel totally yielded to me? Relax, my beloved. Trust in me, not in your ability, but in mine. Not in your perfection, but in mine. Not in your holiness, but in mine. In me, you are perfect. You are holy. Your abilities are without limit. So draw near with a humble heart. Today is your day. Today is my day. Rejoice, my children, rejoice. You will shine as the sun. Find your rest in me. As a child, believe. To those who believe, nothing is impossible. All right, Lord, we just thank you for that. Lord, we thank you, God, for, for that word, Lord. And again, I say, Lord, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Oh, I just want to go ahead and pray another minute. Lord, help us to resist the enemy. Lord, right now, Lord, I just, Lord, I, I feel your children's hearts. Lord, the enemy is waging war against your people. Lord, your people are going through many trials. Many trials. Financial woes. Sickness. Relationship problems. Lord, just feeling condemned by the enemy. Lord, I lift each and every one of them up to you right now. Lord, I just say, let your faith arise in the name of Jesus. Put your eyes on God. Help them, Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them, Lord, to overcome the distractions, to spend that time with you, God, hearing your voice, listening to you, because, Lord, everything that's coming against them is distraction. It's distraction. Much distraction. Much deception. Now, Lord, I just thank you. Help your children to overcome. Help them, Lord God, to have faith and to see who they are, to know who they are in you. Help me to see who I am in you, Lord. And we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Okay. Guys, God wants us to, to take that time. I know. I know this is a busy season. 
And uh, people are going through many things. I do understand. But we have to take that time to separate ourselves, to seek his face, to be hungry, to let him fill us up with his peace and with his joy, and to show us things, to tell us things, to teach us things, to reveal things to us. And he is doing that. And he wants to do it more and more. Guys, I had a dream. I'm not going to tell the dream specifically but I'm going to tell you what it meant what God was saying and what he's saying to me in many different ways that his children are very distracted and he wants to take us he described it to me in the dream and the Lord literally spoke in the dream he described it as uh, a place of higher education um, and he said stop inter stop interrupting me and listen stop interrupting and listen stop letting things distract us because he's, he's wanting to take us into higher learning to reveal things that we have not yet seen and some are already beginning to see, but there's so much more. And he's wanting to take us to these higher places of education in him, spiritual education. Unveiling. I feel like the Lord is saying that this is a time of greater revelation, a time of greater knowledge, a time of greater understanding. The time of the unveiling. He's going to take us to places we have not been show us things we have not seen okay and he wants us to stop being distracted stop interrupting and be quiet in his presence you know we spend time praying and then we we have to spend time listening and being hungry and just knowing that, that this is possible and that god is doing this he wants you to know that and he showed me in this dream that if we would not, that, that not everyone will go to the higher places. They will be taken back to the lower levels of education and, le and left there until they're willing to pay the price to spend this time listening and watching, hearing God, and allowing God to take them up into these higher places of education, spiritual education. Okay, and then on another day, I had another dream that I also want to share with you in this video. I was, I was on the side of a road, and there was an accident. There was a man that was struck by a car, and it, the wreck mangled his legs, and he was in the ditch. He was alive, but he was in the ditch, and people were just beginning to pull off the side of the road and run to this man. And, and when I got to him, I yelled, I yelled, someone call 911. But then when I got to him, I said, sir, can I pray for you? And he said I could. And the only thing I said, I didn't even think about it. I just stretched my hand out toward him. And I said, power, power, power. And all of a sudden, 
I heard his legs begin to crack and pop. And he was able to stand up on his legs and begin to crawl up out of that ditch. He got all the way up out of the ditch and, and began to walk down the side of the road, but he was still limping. And so he wasn't completely healed yet. So I stretched my hand toward him again. And again, I said, power. Ooh, got cold chills all over me. <laughs> and when I did, guys, I literally saw lightning hit that man's legs. And I saw it looked like static light zipping back and forth between that man's legs. And all of a sudden, he started leaping up in the air and praising God. And his legs was totally and completely healed. And that was it. That was the end of the dream. Guys, God is showing me in many ways. He's taking us to higher education, for sure. He's saying things. He wants us to listen. He's teaching us. He wants to show us things. He wants to reveal the mysteries of heaven to us, okay? And it's for a greater anointing, a greater power, okay, to do the works of God, to reveal Christ, to reveal Jesus to people through miracles, signs, and wonders, okay? Great power for, for you know, all different, uh, to be demonstrated in all sorts of ways to uh, advance the kingdom, to bring in a harvest of souls, to do the works of God, to set the captive free, the captives free, to destroy the works of darkness. That's what it's all about. That's what God is saying. That's what he's speaking about, is taking his kids to higher places in him, ascending the mountain of God, okay? And it, we're going to have to pay a price. If you want to go to that place, you're going to have to pay a price. And the price is going to be submission to God, submitting to God, yielding to God, becoming one with God, hearing, hearing what he is saying, seeing what he is showing us, taking time, you know, turning off the TV, pushing back from the table, spending some time, spending that time with God, seeking his face, getting hungry. And to those who will, you're going to walk. In, great, in a great realm of revelation and a great realm of power. And it's here now. You have access to it now. That's what God is saying. We have access. Begin to push. And I'm going to have more to say about this. Um, I've got the, the, last, the last video I did. On the doors in the number 11, I've gotten more information on that, and I'm excited to share that with you. But I'm going to do it in another video. So, guys, for now, that's all I have. God bless you. I love you, and I'm praying for you. Bye-bye.
When you meet people you show it. you show you show it. Unapokutana na watu unaonyesha. Moses was shocked. Musa alishtuka. If you listen to the conversation in verse 14. Ikiwa utasikia majadiliano mstari wa 14. In verse 14, katika mstari wa 14, they were used to the colonies and communities of Goshen. Walikuwa wamezoelea vile vikundi vyao na jamii za Gosheni. They used to eat together, high five with each other. You saw so much light at night. There was fellowship. Walikuwa wakishirikiana pamoja wamezoea ile kusalimiana ya juu na kuna mwangaza mwingi kuna ushirika but the lord lakini bwana through this cloud kupitia wingu hii was removing them alikuwa akiwaondoa from their familiarity kutokana na kuzoeleana and he was taking them na alikuwa akiwapeleka through the wilderness moja kwa moja kupitia nyika moses panicked musa alichetemeka israel panicked israeli iliogopa like the church today kama kanisa la leo the church also fears loneliness kanisa pia linaogopa upweke me i just want to stay here in this church because i have my friends mimi tu nataka nikae katika ile kanisa maana niko na marafiki wangu here we in this community we care for each other hapa katika jumuiya hii tunajali mmoja na mwingine i love my pastor i love the people here we watch over each other ninapenda mchungaji wangu napenda watu wangu hapa tunachungana mmoja na mwingine i like this pastor's fellowship napenda ushirika huu wa wachungaji because in this fellowship we what we do is essentially we watch over each other babu katika ushirika huu kimsingi kile ambacho tunataka kufanya ni kuchungana mmoja na mwingine and i have come with the cloud of god na mimi nimekuja na wingu la mungu i have come nimekuja to remove you kukutoa from that goshen kutokana na hiyo gosheni of sin ya dhambi is liberty to sin na utumwa wa dhambi and i have come to remove you na nimekuja kukutoa and put you on a path na kukuweka katika njia to the wilderness ya jangwa Jerusalem Jerusalem we are going tunaenda I say this nimeisema I say this nimeisema and the path I'm putting you through na ile njia ambayo nakupitishia you know it unaijua through the wilderness kupitia nyika of repentance ya tuba and i'm telling you na ninakuambia if you have been wearing short mini skirt ikiwa umekuwa ukivaa mini skirt fupi i'm telling you now to wear long skirt sasa nakuambia ubaye skirt refu if you have been going to office ikiwa umekuwa ukienda kwa ofisi and you go to office na unaenda katika ofisi and you move men with your hair na unasongesha nywele hivi unaskuma wanawake unaangusha unaangusha wanawake na nywele zako men with your hair unaangusha wanaume na nywele zako everybody in the office in the bank loves you na kila mtu katika benki katika ofisi anakupenda i'm telling you ninakwambia to tie your hair ufunike nywele yako if you have been going to office ikome kwa kwenda kwa ofisi in that office katika hiyo ofisi you be going as a young man umekuwa ukienda kama kijana mvulana in powerful suits na ukivaa suti nzuri strong perfumes ikiwa imewekwa na ile perfume nzuri and moving women na ukiwavutia wanawake wakutamani i'm telling you ninakwambia let us use bathrobe waje tutumie sabuni tu ya kawaida i am putting you ninakwambia i am putting you ninakujenga on the path to the wilderness for purification purification jerusalem 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 we are still going but you fear 
I don't have time. I don't have time. I've only four minutes. I've four minutes. Listen to this. And on that path, it is called the highway of holiness. Isaiah 35, verse 8 and 9. And when you thought it was lonely, he says however no ferocious beast will devour you there so Moses panicked he says if you don't send us by your presence with your presence please don't send us up from here but let me move number two and you think you'll be lonely in the bank when you, you now wear the long skirt and you will think that when you carry your lunch your lunch box in that office and you stop going with them for lunch and talking about men talking about women you think you'll be lonely. You think if you stop going to the movies with them, you'll be lonely. Whoever thinks so is mistaken because right here is the comforter. Right here is the best company. The Lord Himself. I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm only two minutes. Can I finish something here? Listen to this now. Why did the Lord, what answer did the Lord give Moses that will distinguish them? Tomorrow I will define them. I will give you more. But today let me summarize for you. This is what the Lord said to him. That wherever my glory visits, whichever place my glory visits, it sanctifies the place. And that place makes becomes holy ground sanctifies the place and consecrates the place number two consecrate number three then he declares it holy ground sanctify consecrate and then declare holy ground but the people who are in that place of visitation they become holy people holy people of the place of visitation they are given an assignment holy worship when they do holy worship before the Lord when they become God's 
treasured possession watu wa milki ya Mungu when they become that wanapofanyika hiyo his possession umiliki yake the following identification they hold basi hii kitambulisho kichipatacho wanabeba the following transformation happens mabadiliko yapatayo utendeka this is what happens hiki ndicho kinachotendeka there are talk changes mazungumzo yao yanabadilika there are walk changes mtembe wao unabadilika there are thoughts change mawazo yao yanabadilika their minds change fikra zao zinabadilika their company changes ushirika wao unabadilika and if you check them na ikiwa utawachunguza basi hatima yao imebadilika na anasema when you go out there unapoenda kule nje na kila mtu anaona that your salvation has changed kama wakofu wako umebadilika your talk has changed mazungumzo yako yamebadilika your walk has changed wako umebadilika your heart has changed moyo wako umebadilika your mind has changed fikra zako zimebadilika your company has changed ushirika wako umebadilika yako yamebadilika basi watajua kwamba wa watu wametembelewa i wonder why people have to preach money nashangaa kwa nini watu wahubiri pesa ah i wonder why pastors have to run around lasting at women in the church nashangaa kwa nini wachungaji wanapita tu wakiwatamani wanawake kanisani and spoil for jesus na kumharibia yesu when actually there is work wakati haswa kuna kazi eternal work kazi ya milele work with eternal value kazi iliyonauta salvation wakati wako unabadilika na waone and you are destiny na hatima yako inabadilika na waone they will know watajua surely surely kwa hakika kwa hakika those people wale watu have been visited wametembelewa by the cloud na wingu ngaji those who want to go back wale ambao wanataka kurudi based on the message of today kuzingatia ujumbe wa leo I just want to go back there. Unasema tunataka kurudi pale. And shepherd the sheep of the Lord. Na kuchunga kondoo wa Bwana. Unto the Lord. Kwake Bwana to heaven. Mbinguni. I see everybody. Na una kila mtu. Repeat this prayer very loud then. Rudia ombi hili kwa sauti kubwa basi. Sedia Jesus. Sema mpendwa Yesu. I have heard Nimesikia about the glory kuhusu utukufu Lord establishment in righteousness and prepare me for a new priesthood
subject to receive a, a very sick patient. This patient is called Phoebe Mohoni. They are from Matunda. She is 18 years old. She got spinal injury. And now the only management is that they have just put a spinal corset. You can see this one. To support the spinal cord. This patient cannot work. She has just been carried by the mother with some few ashes. Mama, unaweza kutueleza vizuri kwa ufupi ilitokasache mpaka akaumia namna hiyo? Kwa ufupi. Ilikuwa siku ya Ijumaa mwaka jana mwezi wa 9. Alafu alipoenda shuleni bila alirudi jioni akaniambia mama unajua nimeumia mwanafunzi mwenzangu alinipiga kwa shule na kukanyagia chini daktari akatibu daktari kashindikana akaniambia niende district kitale apigwe x-ray ndipoenda x-ray wakaya kwa kitanda tumeishi kwa kitanda miezi miwili eh na nusu ametoka akaenda akifanya mtihani wake wa form 4 kama amelala tu chini Today I want to teach you about the manifest presence of Yahweh called His glory. Uh, this is the message that Holy Spirit um, gave to me. He said, I am a shield all about you. My glory is upon you. My glory will draw people to repentance and salvation. And he said, teach them about my glory. So today that's what my teaching is going to be about is the glory of Yahweh. So let's look at the word glory in scriptures. The Hebrew word for glory is kabod. And it means um, a weight, but in a good sense. It is also the splendor of his presence in a bountiful way that's very apparent. And it evokes honor, worship, and praise for those who are experiencing his glorious presence. Um, so I want to take you to um, quite a bit of scriptures. So it's going to be a journey today through, uh, through scriptures um, where Yahweh and Yeshua's glory is manifested in an outward way. Um, his glory appears in scripture as fire, um, as a cloud, as smoke, sometimes as a shaking, and other times um, a loud uh, sound. So the question is, why is the glory of Yahweh um, so important and why does Holy Spirit want me to teach you on his glory? Well, Holy Spirit gave me his answer when he said every time that the glory of the Lord appeared in scripture, there was always a message from Yahweh. And I never realized that until I started searching the scriptures. So let's journey through those scriptures and let's see where the glory of Yahweh appeared and let's um, investigate the messages that he had when his glory appeared. So first let's start in Exodus uh, chapter 3 verse 2. Um, it says that Yahweh um, appeared to Moses in the burning bush as fire. So we see the glory of Yahweh um, as fire in the burning bush but it never consumes the bush. The message from Yahweh was this, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people out of Egypt. Exodus 24 verses 12 to 16, Moses went up to Mount Sinai and it says that the glory of the Lord covered the mountain and there was a, a cloud that uh, covered the mountain and there was also fire that was burning at the top of the mountain. 
the message from Yahweh was the law. He gave Moses the law or the Ten Commandments. In Exodus 13, 21 to 22, it says that there was a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night that went with um, the people of Israel and it rested over the tabernacle in the wilderness. And um, the cloud and the fire was the glory of Yahweh. And what was the message of Yahweh? It was when the cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night moves, that means I want you to move with me. Let's look at Isaiah 6, 1 to 4. Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up on his throne, and he described um, the Lord, um, and he said that, uh, that the place shook and that the place was filled with smoke. Okay, so the smoke and the shaking also was the glory of the Lord when Isaiah saw him high and lifted up on his throne. What was the message to Isaiah? He said, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? In 1 Kings 18, 20 to 40, on Mount Carmel, um, Elijah called down fire from heaven, and the fire consumed not only the sacrifice, but all the water that was poured um, over the sacrifice, and it also consumed the rocks and the dust. That fire was the glory of Yahweh. And what was the message of Yahweh? It was this, that this people may know that I am the Lord God, and that I am turning their hearts back to me again. Second Chronicles 7, 1 to 2. When Solomon uh, finished dedicating the newly built temple, it says that fire came down from heaven and consumed the sacrifice, and it says that the glory of the Lord filled the temple. It said in Scripture that the glory was so thick that even the priests couldn't even enter into the temple. So what was the message of Yahweh? He said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself, as a house of sacrifice. Let's move to Ezekiel, the entire uh, chapter, chapter 1. Uh, Ezekiel saw a great cloud, it says, with raging fire engulfing itself. Then he describes the four living creatures and the throne of Yahweh. Um, last, he describes, um, he says, the likeness of a man, which was, we know, Yeshua, um, and he says, this was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So Ezekiel knew that this was the glory of the Lord. What was the message of Yahweh to Ezekiel? He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. As for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. You shall speak my words to them. Luke uh, 2, verses 8 to 11, it says that the shepherds were in the field and they were keeping watch over their flock. And it says an angel of the Lord appeared to them and it says that the glory of the Lord shone about them and it says they were terrified. What was the message of Yahweh? He said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause you great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. 
In Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 to 5, Yeshua took James and John and Peter up to the mount, and it says that he was uh, transfigured into his glorified body, and it says that um, his face shone like sun, and his clothes were as bright as light. And then it says, then a bright cloud um, overshadowed, overshadowed them, and out of the cloud um, they heard a voice. And this was the message of Yahweh. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. We see in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, that the disciples of Yeshua were in the upper room um, praying and it says that there was a loud sound and that tongues of fire rested upon each of their heads. This was the glory of the Lord upon them. And it says then in scripture, they, then they began to speak in other tongues as Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Peter stood up and he spoke these words from the prophet Joel, which is the message from Yahweh. And it says, he said this, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says Yahweh, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and maidservants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Next, we're going to move to Acts chapter 9 verses 1 to 6. Paul, the Apostle Paul was, um, uh, at that time he wasn't an apostle, he was persecuting the, uh, the Christians, he was killing them, and he was on uh, the road to Damascus. He was heading there to um, arrest more of the Christians. And uh, along the way, the glory of Yeshua was manifested to him as a bright light from heaven. What was the message of Yeshua? He said this, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I am Yeshua, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And then lastly, we have Revelation 1, 10 to 16. John was on the island of Patmos, um, and, he, and it says that he was, it was the Lord's day, and he was in the spirit, and he heard a loud voice speaking to him. And when he turned around to see who the loud voice was, he saw Yeshua, and John describes Yeshua in this way. He said his head and his hair were like wool and white as snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass as it is refined in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters. You see, John was seeing Yeshua in his glorified body, and notice that it says that Yeshua's eyes were like fire, one of the manifestations of his glory. What was the message of Yeshua to John? He says this, Whatever you see, I want you to write in a book, and I want you to send it to the seven churches um, which are in Asia, and we know that everything that John recorded was recorded in the book of Revelation. So what I want to do is I want to summarize now all these messages that accompanied the glory of Yahweh. When you hear them all put together, it truly is still a message for today, because that's the beauty of the Word of God. That is the beauty of scriptures. Um, the Word is an ageless and timeless truth. So this is his glory message for today. 
Some of it I have paraphrased, but nonetheless, it is all of the messages that he gave throughout Scripture. I am sending you to bring my people out of Egypt, out of the bondage of the enemy. I am giving you the Ten Commandments, knowing you will not be able to fully keep them in your own strength. But the commandments will show your need of a Savior. In the meantime, when the cloud by day or the pillar of fire at night moves, that means I want you to move with me. That means I want you to move with Holy Spirit. Whom shall I send and who shall go for us? I am sending you to my children who are rebellious. Whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious, they will know that a prophet has been among them. To those who are rebellious, I say, why are you persecuting me? I am Yeshua, whom you are persecuting. I am the Messiah. I want you to know that I am the Lord God and that I am turning your hearts back to me again. I have poured out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters, they are prophesying. Your young men are seeing visions. Your old men are having dreams. On my men servants and on my maid servants, I have poured out my spirit. And whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call to my son Yeshua and he will save you. This is my beloved son and whom I am well pleased. Hear him. I have heard your prayer of repentance and have, and have chosen you as a vessel for me to reside. What I am showing you, I want you to write in a book and proclaim it to my people. So um, after this, um, the Holy Spirit took me to Isaiah uh, 61 to 5. And I want you to pay attention to what this scripture says because it talks about the glory of the Lord. So let me read Isaiah 60. 1 to 5 says this, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you, and the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Now, after I had uh, read that scripture and I announced it out loud, this is what Holy Spirit, this is a message that Holy Spirit gave to me, and this is a message to you. He said, Child, my word is living and active and powerful. When you read Isaiah 61 to 5, you release my word to happen. When you declare this word, not only are you declaring it for Israel, but you are declaring it for my sons and daughters who have inherited salvation. My glory shall be seen upon my children. Along with my glory, my children will deliver my message. The lost, the downtrodden, the deceived, and the rebellious people will see my glory upon my children. When they see my glory resting upon those who are mine, they will fall to their knees in repentance. My children will deliver my message of salvation through my son, Yeshua. 
My glory will cover the earth as the water covers the sea. This is my mercy going forth in these last days. Tell my people to prepare to carry my glory. And you know, when he said that, I said, how, Lord, how do we prepare to carry your glory? And he very distinctly said this. He said, get filled with my word. Repent of all your sin. Be pure vessels to carry my glory and my word. Holy Spirit. 
Man, I, I think it's Port Richards. I, I don't want to get the city wrong. I have the name of the area, but it's in the Orange County area. So they're relocating the kids. They've enforced the no-fly zone over the whole area. and uh, But they've granted uh, one exception that I understand, and that's for NASA, someone whom I don't trust, uh, to fly some type of specialized drone right into the middle of this huge mass of methane leak. Now I wonder what that's about. It, it can't be good. It just can't. And then another thing is meteors. Has anybody been following what meteors are just suddenly out of nowhere with no advance warning at all and no announcement are just coming closer and closer to Earth? I believe uh, the last one came really close and uh, one thing you won't see me do on these meteors, these are just some prophetic things that I, that I know the Bible says will happen. You know, there's a lot of people, they announce, okay, meteor is going to strike Earth. I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. Meteor is going to strike Earth. Red alert, meteor is going to strike Earth. And uh, you won't see me do that a lot on uh, YouTube or Facebook um, because the Holy Spirit has told me this. Stars will fall from the sky. Wormwood will strike the earth. A major meteor, multiple major uh, uh, sizable meteors will strike this earth. That's a 100% fact and a biblical word of God's certainty. But the Holy Spirit has not shown me one to warn of yet. And so if you see me come out on Facebook or YouTube and say, Look, the Lord showed me this meteor heading towards earth and this one's going to hit. Uh, I would hope that people would take heed and begin to pray and get their lives right and, and, and go out, go drive, get in their car and drive to their families and warn them because it's kind of like the boy cries wolf. That's what I was telling my wife. If I come on here every day say this meteor is going to hit Earth and it doesn't, and people do this all the time. This media is going to hit Earth. Red Earth. It's going to just destroy the whole East Coast. It's going to destroy the West Coast. It's going to destroy all the And it doesn't happen. If you continue to do that every week, year after year, when, when the one that is really coming, that's what the enemy wants. When the one that is really coming, as the Bible promises, and it is going to kill massive amounts of people, and you warn on that one, no one's going to believe you because you've been given all these false alarms. So I just had to get that off my chest. Is that okay to get that off my chest? When the Lord tells me to warn of a meteor strike, I will. But He hasn't yet. But I know this warns of it. So, so the, the thing is, we don't really know. They're flying all around us all the time. We know the Word of God says that we'll get struck by these, uh, that the stars will fall out of the sky and stuff like that. I'm praying that the church ain't here. I'm praying to be counted worthy to escape. So, that's what I have. Okay, and then the second announcement is Arizona. Uh, the, 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 the way that the Lord is putting the, together the details of the trip to Arizona is amazing. I stepped out in faith. You know, we've been doing this Jesus Matters movement, uh, uh, taking it around the nation and, and warning certain states and, and going in there and witnessing and handing out tracts and jump drives and, and uh, praying for people and meeting with people and doing everything we can both to witness of, of, of the goodness and mercy and salvation and healing and deliverance power of Jesus Christ and to warn people to repent. Well, the Lord showed me the seventh state was Arizona. 
And so I'm, I'm going to be staying in Tempe and visiting Phoenix and, and areas around there. And I, I just put it out in faith, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. The details are coming together in an amazing way. We are going to be able to do a two-fold thing here. We are going to have an online live stream just for people online to be delivered. And then it's going to be separate from an in-person laying of the hands deliverance. In other words, we're, we'll either come to you or, or, or we have a place where you can come. Brother James Bergens from Colorado Springs, Colorado. The Lord has once again confirmed that he's to come. And I want to thank him. We appreciate James so much. I think it's been at least four states that I can count. And I hope I don't get my number wrong. That, that he, the Lord has put it upon his heart. And understand, he don't just come because uh, Jesus Matters post. He takes it to the Lord in prayer, as we all should. The Lord gave him many, many mighty confirmations. It was just this morning that I received notice that Brother James Burgess, who was just with us in Oregon, God bless Oregon, there was a mighty move of God in Oregon, and there's going to be a mighty move in Arizona. Brother James Bergens is going to come. And I believe that there will be several people. I believe that there will be an entire team of people to lay hands on people. That's what, I, that's what I'm believing for. That's my faith. So two separate events. Because what I don't want to do is have you come to get prayer for deliverance or something that's been hindering you and holding you back for years and years from reaching your full potential of who you are to be in your ministry and your calling and in your walk with Jesus Christ and just have it live streamed all around the world. This is a personal, intimate moment. And it's going to be separate from those on the live stream. And the Lord laid it out. And then he made, the Lord has laid it out in a way that I could have never had. So it's two separate events while we're in Arizona. One for online and one for the people there. And we will be baptizing people according to Acts 2.38 in the name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth. Do you want to be baptized? Uh, so, so sometime this week, sometime this week, I will be making a video on this YouTube channel on just that, on just Jesus Matters, Phoenix, Arizona. And it will have all kinds of details and there will be all kinds of follow-ups. Because we are going to build up to this. We are going to have you fast with us. We are going to have teachings like this in advance. We're not taking this lightly. We're going to be fasting. We're praying you're going to be fasting. You're going to be delivered. We're going to build up to this. We have six weeks, I believe it is. So, uh, Arizona, Jesus Christ has heard your prayers. And he's sending people your way. Let's open up in prayer. Those that I have for announcements. You got anything? Let's open up in prayer. Look at the time. Can I say the time? The reason why we don't like to give the time is because people may watch this later or they may be in like uh, Morocco or something like that and then the, the time is different. It's 11.11. Right now Pacific Standard Time it's 11.11 when I looked at the time. Anyway, that's just a sign the Lord gives me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come boldly to your throne room of grace to obtain mercy. Lord Jesus, I ask that, that, that I would decrease and humble myself and that you would increase. Lord, I ask that you would anoint my mouth to speak what it is for these people who would gather together for you, who will listen to this message no matter where they may be and when they may listen to it. I ask that you anoint 
their eyes and anoint their ears and that you clear their minds of all confusion. I come against confusion and I come against doubt in the full power and authority of Jesus Christ and I rebuke it out of this room and I rebuke it off of their lives. Hallelujah. You have been set free from confusion and doubt so you can now hear clearly and concisely what the, the Word of God wants to minister into your heart. It's like watering your, your soul. Father God, I thank you that, that, that you have chosen me for this day. And I thank you that, that you brought these people here for this day. Because it's all about you. It's all about you. Lord, speak to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'd ask everybody this. This worked well last time. If you're if you if you have like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or something, could you just let people know that the Word of God is about ready to go forth and share this, like hit share or post it. Let, let people know that there there are still people willing to gather and and go directly to the Word of God and praise Jesus Christ and put aside all the drama and all the personal concerns. Could you let people know right now that Jesus Christ has a Word for them and if they're hungry and thirsty for the Word of God, they're going to be filled. If they could just come in, they're invited here. It doesn't matter who they are or where they're from. Bring them in and let them hear the Word of God because faith comes by hearing. Hearing the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Phew. Get a drink of water. Foundational scripture number one is going to be John 14, 11 through 13. The title of this sermon is, is Jesus commissioned us to go out to cast out demons and infirmities. That's what I wrote in my notes. So we're going to discuss this. John 14, 11 through 13. And it reads, I have it right here in front of me. Jesus talking here. He says, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else, believe me for the very work's sake. In other words, if, if you don't want to take my word for it, He's saying, then look at the miracles that are occurring around you. How else can you explain these miracles? Uh, and, and, and let me stop right there because another scripture just... Do you remember when John the Baptist, the forerunner, was going around and he was preaching, Repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. John the Baptist was a forerunner operating in the spirit of Elijah to pronounce the coming of Jesus Christ. And, and he would go out and he had his own disciples... And they would fast, and they would pray, and they would baptize, uh, water baptize, and they would say, there's one coming after me who, who's greater than me, and I ain't even worthy to tie his shoes, basically, you know, latch his sandals. And, uh, and, uh, and, um, and, when, when, and he was in prison. Get, 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 a, get a picture of, uh, of how the walk with Christ is. He's in prison. And they're, they're about ready to behead him. And he sends out his messengers, because he had a crew. He sends out his messengers, and the message was to Jesus. And he says, are you the one, or should I look for another? In other words, if you're not the one, 
then I'm going to keep on, and until, until they cut my head off, I'm going to keep on uh, pronouncing that you're coming. And you know, in, 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 right there in Holy Jerusalem, there are still people that don't believe he came the first time. They be, they're waiting for him to come the first time. Did you know this in, in, in Jerusalem? Uh, and, and they're going to be fooled by the Antichrist because they think the Antichrist is going to be Jesus coming the first time, but he already came when he come back. Is the second time? That's the second coming when he shows up in the sky. Uh, that that's Harpozo. That they 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 are going to believe the Antichrist is the Christ. And, and this so so he's saying, are you the one? In other words, I'm going to give my whole life to this unto death for for. For my ministry, my walk with God. And I ask you, how far are you willing to go with your walk with God? And Jesus' reply was this. And this is not in my notes, so just put in my spirit. He said, "Go." he told the messengers, you go and tell John this. And I'm paraphrasing here. He said, he said the blind see. The lame walk. And, and, uh, and, and, and he, he explained... Devils being cast out. Does anybody have a scripture for that? Anybody in there that could type that in there? He basically, he's telling them the same thing. If you don't want to believe me for who I'm saying I am, then believe me for the works you see occurring around you. That's what it, he said. You go and tell them the blind see and the lame walk. Okay, so uh, that just hit me. Miracle signs and wonders follow Jesus everywhere. And they follow his followers too. Whew. Amen. So, and he says, Verily, verily, continuing John 14, verse uh, 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, Now watch this. He that believeth on me, Do I have any believers in this room today? I believe. The works that I do, I'm laying a foundation here, Shall he do also, Who? The one that believes. And greater works than these, Shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, now, now here's the thing. Do you, do you, the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation on this too, as he does every sermon. What he was saying was, he was, he was promising them the Helper. He was gonna. He he had to leave. He couldn't stay. He was gonna uh, go back into heaven, but he wouldn't leave us comfortless. He was gonna. He promised the the Holy Ghost, and and and, and it was it's through this power that they were gonna be able to do these greater works. He mentioned, and this begins in the book of Acts, and then in Acts. Two, they are baptized in the Holy Ghost. And we're going to be discussing in this sermon today, Acts 3 in detail. That this came to pass in their lives, and it will come to pass in our lives, because it's the same Jesus, it's the same Word of God, it's the same Holy Ghost. So, he, so he, what he's saying is, he said, if you ask in my name, I will do it. In my notes, I put Jesus, Jesus does it, not us. Uh, all we must do is ask in faith. Uh, and, and faith is the key here. So if Jesus says you can do something in His name, 
Well, then you can do that. And, and you know, a lot of people ain't getting what they want because they're not asking in faith. The Word of God records you have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask amiss. In other words, you're asking something that don't line up with the, the Word of God. Because if you need something from Jesus, and it lines up with His will, and I can bear witness to this, and you go to Jesus, and you ask Him, He will give you the desires of your heart. Otherwise, everything I just read is a lie, and we're calling Jesus a liar, which I will never do. It's, a, it's about faith. Let's go. Because we can do the greater works, and that's what this message is about, the greater works. Next scripture is Matthew 17, 14 through 21. Praise the holy name of Jesus Christ that we can do the greater works, that we can do all things through Him who gives us strength. Matthew uh, 17, 14 through 21. Let me read this here. It says, uh, And when they were coming the multitude, there came to Him a certain man kneeling down to Him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic. Now, you'd have to do a deep study of the lunatic. Uh, one translation and some, some, uh, some definitions bear out the fact that what they were saying was he was an epileptic. So, Jesus Christ comes across an epileptic, right? And he's kneeling down. And it says, and he's sore vexed. For oftentimes he falls into the fire and oftentimes into the water. And, and uh, so, he, you know, he would have seizures. I studied this before I came forward with it. Verse 16, and, and I brought, now watch this. Now remember the title of the message about casting out demons and infirmities as we go forward. Verse 16, and I brought him to the disciples and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Now, look what Jesus says. O faithless and perverse generation, how long will I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. In other words, it's a rebuke for a lack of faith, and yet compassion. Bring him to me. Bring him to me. We're going to learn something here. We gonna learn. Anybody want to learn something today? I do. Or we just want to stand around shouting. Verse eighteen. And Jesus rebuked the devil. Underline that. Jesus rebuked the devil. He didn't rebuke the parents. He didn't rebuke the disciples. He didn't rebuke the person. He rebuked the spirit. I'm going to be teaching on this for the next. I'm not, I'm telling you. I'm going to be teaching on this. Uh, for the next several weeks uh, until I get to Arizona one way or another whether it be in a prayer room or a chat room we have a prayer room set up amen has anybody in there been in the prayer room yet if you've been in the prayer room uh, let that be known because I have set up it's called the war room we, we're going to be uh, we're going to be uh, helping and assisting people with this and, and now and, uh, and Jesus rebuked the devil and it departed out of him, 
And the child was cured from that very hour. How many people know you can't go into the ER and be cured of epileptic? Or, or you know, you, you, a lunatic can't just go into some council and be cured in an hour. But Jesus. And that's why we worship Him and praise Him and honor Him. Because it's just gone. Now watch this, 19. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Okay, well, privately, right? Why couldn't we cast him out? Talking about the greater works here. Why did the demon leave for you but not for us? And this is a message that is speaking right into our hearts and minds today. Them demons are going to come out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. In other words, lack of faith. Because it, not because of my power, not because of the power I have. Then he said, "Behold, I give unto you power to cast out devils." So it wasn't a me thing; it was a you thing. And uh, and he's saying this in love. Now watch what he says here. Now I say unto you, if you have the faith of the grain of a mustard seed, do I still have that mustard seed? To Take to the, I think, anybody ever seen a mustard seed, how small it is? If you have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence yonder and place it, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. And this is also recorded in Mark eleven twenty three. Nothing shall be impossible to you. Is Brother James in the room by chance? We had a mountain leaving Oregon in front of us full of snow. And we told that mountain together collectively in faith, mountain at the bottom of it get out of our way and how many people know God got us up and over that snowy mountain with no snow chains they fell off or chains fell off but, but let's go forward to verse 21 and the key to this scripture how be it this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting so Jesus has now set a precedent that there needs uh, there, there there are certain demons that that you must pray and fast over. And, and when I went to deliverance uh, school for three days, we, it was required seven day fast. And uh, and you wonder why? Well, it says right here in the Word of God. So we, and this is this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fast and pray uh, for seven days. Uh, prior to leaving and be in a fast when I'm there. And I'm going to ask the people there to at least fast for 24 hours for your deliverance because, uh, because of what Jesus said here. But I want to make another note here. That there's demons of like, you know, there's demons of lust and, and confusion and doubt and perversion and all kinds of demons. But I also truly believe that that there are actually demons of affliction. There's demons that can afflict you. It, what's that scripture? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Is that what it says? So, in other words, you could be a demon could just afflict you with something. Okay, and, and so when I was praying about this this morning, I'm like, Lord, He said, look at Job. Afflicted with boils, right? He was afflicted. And so we can come against these afflictions too. But, you know, because they're not from God. But we're going to pray and fast when we do that.
So all I'm doing is laying down a biblical foundation here. We're going to do a lot of teaching on this. So, so my notes say, they doubted, they lacked faith, they asked without faith, and then Jesus mentions the importance of fasting. Now, now here's, here's why we fast. Fasting will crucify your flesh and strengthen your spirit. This is now when you fast, you are you are denying your flesh things that it wants and feeding your spirit. In other words, like when I fast, I will go without all solid food, no sugar, no caffeine, and and no solid food can touch my mouth. I make this commitment to God, and every time I get hungry or feel a hunger pain, my fleshly uh, thoughts uh, and carnal thoughts immediately want to go to thinking of food. And when that comes upon me during my fast, whether it be 24 hours, 3 days, or 7 days, or 21 days, uh, when I feel that fleshly desire for a physical need to eat, I go and read the Word of God. And, and, I, and I, I eat this food. You know, the Bible says it's like milk and meat. I read the Word of God. I substitute something spiritual for my fleshly desire. That's why the Bible says, if you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And I have seen miracles. I have had my strongest visions and my, my, my most loving, powerful encounters with God when I was fasting, beginning at the age of 15 is when I started three-day fasting. And so uh, this is something I'm very familiar with. Uh, it's important that we fast, and especially important that we fast when we're dealing with healing and deliverance. Uh, so, okay, here's a biblical example of that. What did Jesus Christ do when he, when he knew he was going to have to go down and confront Satan? says he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and then he, he just withstood Satan, because the Word of God records this. The Holy Spirit gave me this scripture this morning. It was for this reason the Son of God was manifest. I think it's in 1 John. Is anybody in there? No. Anybody in the room can help me find this scripture? Because I just wrote it down. I think it's in 1 John something right it was, it's for this reason the Son of God was manifest, Jesus, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Did you know that's a scripture? That the, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And that will happen. And you know what? As we go in our journey, in our walk, we could cast out demons. What better way to come against the kingdom of darkness than to, to, to set people free through the power of Jesus Christ and Nazareth to, to have them demons leave? So last time I talked about how I gave a whole bunch of scriptures about how Jesus did it and a, and a, and a whole bunch of scriptures on how... Uh, on how Jesus said we can do it. Now, now this service, I want to show you scriptures about how they did do it. And how we can do it. Are you with me? So we're flowing along. Uh, this, the, the next scripture is Acts 16, 18. 
There isn't there isn't very many scriptures. Uh, we're primarily going to go to Acts three. There isn't a lot of scriptures here in, in this teaching right here. Acts sixteen. Uh, I'm going to go from sixteen. Uh, to, I'm going to start at sixteen and read to eighteen. Now watch this. This is the Apostle Paul, and he's on a journey here for uh, doing the ministry. Just like we're going to be on a journey to go do the ministry in Arizona. And it came to pass as we went to prayer. Now, okay, now watch this. Take note of this and, and, put, and remember this. Where were they going? They're going to pray. A certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. In other words, like a spiritual medium. Uh, uh, divination, in other words, through the power of Satan, able to know truths in, in advance. Not a holy spirit, an evil spirit. You with me? 17. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, Look, Look at what, this is the Spirit talking through this woman. Look what it says. These men are the servants of the Most High God which show us the way unto salvation. 100% truth. <laughs> that was 100% truth. There was no lie in that. And, and this did she many days. Now, but, but watch this. But Paul, being grieved, he got tired of it. Turned and said to the Spirit. He didn't say it to the woman. He didn't say it to her masters. He didn't say it to the crowd. He didn't say it to the people with him. He spoke directly to the Spirit. I'm going to keep emphasizing certain things. I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And again it records, and he came out the same hour. Delivered. She was delivered from this spirit to where she couldn't predict the future anymore. And they came after Paul. Because why? Because they lost money with their little uh, walking demon. This woman was full of a demon. And I'm telling you, people are going to be set free. You know, uh, we we got to take a stand uh, against the enemy. Uh, my notes quickly on this. It says, uh, Paul... Paul did not tolerate this evil spirit. He did not let it hinder him sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And neither should we. That's my notes on that. Luke 10, 17-20 Father God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ that you speak to those for whom this message is for. I know it may not be for everybody, but I know it's for somebody. The Lord is calling you. He's either calling you for two things right now. In the spiritual realm, He is either calling you to be set free, or He is calling you to be one of those who goes out in the power and authority of Jesus Christ to set others free. That's what this message is about. What I say is 10, 17, and 20. And no matter which group you're in, Jesus Christ, He's going to uh, begin uh, showing us 
how exactly to do this. Whom he calls, he also equips. There's going to be some equipping coming forward out of this through the Holy Spirit. 17. Now watch this. So, so what we have here is Jesus Christ, he, he sends out uh, 70 people in power. And he tells them, look, he, he tells them, look, go cast out devils. Right? And in 17, the 70 returned again with joy. So they come back, they obey Christ, they go out and they come back and they give Jesus a good report. Just like I'm going to come back and give Jesus a report. Just like you're going to have a good report. Hallelujah. And the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even, underline this, nailing it down here, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Through your name, Jesus, the demons had to leave just like He said they would. And they're amazed and jumping up and down and shouting. 3-7 on the clock. 11-3-7. Yeah. A lot of signs. And, and Jesus said unto them, take note of His answer here. Take note of Jesus' answer. When Jesus talked, take note of anything Jesus said. He, he says, uh, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. So he's like, he's like, so, so look, I told you to go do something in, in my name, and it happened, and suddenly you're amazed? Do you know who I am? I saw Satan fall like lightning. How about that? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And then so many people say what that means in Hebrew, Barak, and all that. I'm not going to go into all that stuff. Everybody knows my stance on that. But what he's saying is, so you're amazed that, you're amazed that some demons got cast out. Look, I can tell you something else. I saw Satan kicked out of heaven. <laughs> That's why they're leaving. They know who I am. Whew. There's something about this message. And there's something about the name Jesus. Woo! Something about the name Jesus. <laughs> You, see, this joy could fall upon you. You feel it? <laughs> My wife over there smiling so big. Now look, 19. Behold, I give unto you power. Anybody receiving this? I'm going to say that again. Jesus talking here, red letters. Behold, I give unto you power. I received that. To tread on serpents and scorpions. Now watch this. And over all the power of the enemy... Over all the power of the enemy. Behold, I give you power. If you are listening to the sound of my voice right now, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, forever, the one that was manifested to destroy the works of the devil, has said that he has given you power over all the works of the devil. For this reason, the Son of God was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. He has commissioned you and given you power and authority over Satan. And it is time for you to stop letting Satan beat you up. It is time for you to stop letting Satan push you down. It is time for you to stand up in full power and authority and tell the Satan to leave in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Leave! Get out of my house! And when you get set free, go out to other people. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke this devil out of this person. Ooh, that's what we're going to do. The fire, flame, and power and authority of Jesus Christ. The same yesterday and today. 
Now, and, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So in the process of this, it's a promise of Psalm 91 protection. Power and authority and protection are yours. It's time that we receive the faith to believe the truth. I'm going to say that again. It is time that we receive the faith to believe the truth and then walk in it, walk in it, walk in it, talk in it, act in it. Stop being hearers of the word and doers of the word. This train is leaving in the morning. This train, 20. What I say I was going to read. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not. So here he's telling them, look, don't rejoice that the demons left. Watch this. Don't, don't rejoice that the spirits are subject unto you because that's a given. <laughs> that's a given. I told you that would happen. This is what you rejoice over. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Hallelujah, let's throw a party that our names are written in heaven. And because it's our names are written in heaven, because we've been redeemed, it's because we know our Redeemer lives. And because of our Redeemer lives and He woke us up and gave us power and authority, let's rejoice in that fact. And the rest is just things that, that are our reasonable service. Hallelujah. That He equipped us and called us to do. But the real rejoicing is that our name is in the book of life. And Jesus Christ is the only one that can unseal that seal and open it. It is through Him that we live and move and have our being. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, so you don't go rejoice. You just go, you, this is, you just go out and do what it is you're called to do. The greater works. Let's go, uh, I want to I show you this in action. We're going to go to Acts 3. We're, and this is going to be the final scripture. We're going to break down Acts 3. So in Acts 1, Jesus promising the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2, you know, they, they uh, received the power of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 2... And that's what we're going to be baptizing according to Acts 2.38. I'll have it right in front of me right here. And I have been doing this uh, all over Texas, everywhere. Acts 2.38 said, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and your name will be written in heaven. So we're going to do that when we go out. And, and then when you, uh, when you go into Acts 3, they are gonna they are gonna go out and do what Jesus Christ empowered them to do. So let's start it at, let's start it let's start at Acts three verse one. <laughs> My notes. Now Peter and John, so it's Peter and John, went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Again, where are they going? They're going to pray. I submit to you we should be praying all the time. We should be going to pray. And then it says, Be in the ninth hour, verse 1. I had to stop and there's some things i got to share with you. This ninth hour thing, I had to do some facts. I looked up how many times the ninth hour was mentioned. 
And it's many, many times. So something about this ninth hour. In Acts 10, Peter's up on the roof uh, fasting. And he has a vision in Acts 10. I have a whole Bible study for an hour long on just Acts 10 in my playlist if you want to go listen to it. So Peter's fasting and God is showing him a vision. Remember the, the sheets come down the four corners and it's filled with the animals. And he says, rise, kill, and eat. And it happens three times. That was in the ninth hour. At the same time in the ninth hour, Cornelius is being visited by an angel telling him, I want you to go and meet Peter. <laughs> this was in the ninth hour. In Matthew 27, in Luke 23, and Mark 15, you know what else happened in the ninth hour? Jesus said it is finished. He was on the cross in the ninth hour. Uh, these are things that I wanted to share with you. There's something about the ninth hour and there's something about the name Jesus. That song's in my head. You know what song we're talking about? So I'll put, I'll put it, I'll put, post it. Okay, verse 2. And a certain man lame from his mother womb was carried. We're going to close out just reading this short chapter here. And a certain man lame from his mother womb was carried. So he, he's been lame from birth and he's being carried. Whom they laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get through this whole chapter or not. I'll put a link to it. But uh, I'm going to do my best to do this. But they're going to go pray. And and here's this uh, here's this famous beggar. Everybody knows about who uh, who cannot stand up at all. He has to be carried, and he's he's placed in front of this gate. And my whole entire life, hallelujah, my whole entire life, I have pictured like this this sheep gate. You know, this guy sitting in front of like a sheep gate that they're going to pass through. And so I looked up this gate. The gate's called Beautiful. Let me make sure I've read enough to get to the point where I want to get it. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked alms for the poor, alms for the poor. This is occurring at the gate called Beautiful. And they, they were going up to the temple to pray. Uh, this temple was destroyed. We're talking about Solomon's temple. There's such great revelation in this. You know, to this day, they still go up to the temple and pray. There's a prophetic thing that that's going to be occurring in this uh, the Lord showed me but I'm not going to go into all that so I, I looked up the word gate I, I spent a lot of time on this gates the word gates plural in antiquity it always represents authority and power isn't this amazing power and authority the Greek adjective used to name the gate is uh, horeos and it is defined as happening or coming at the right time. So, and I'll just read the rest so I can continue on. Strong's Concordance number 4440. I said 4440. I'm telling you, this is this the revelations is. Pulon, P-U-L hard O N. Pulon is a gateway 
And Strong's number 2374 is Thura, T-H-U-R-A, is saying a gateway is an opportunity. So, so one Greek word says it is something that's, that, that you're being at the, in the right place at the right time. And another word is saying to have an opportunity. <laughs> the word of God is amazing. Like, what's your opportunity now? You know. What's your opportunity now? Telling you this. Uh, so let me just, just give you this part. This was part of Solomon's temple. This gate took twenty people to move. Now I want you to to see the gate now as the Lord showed it to me. This gate was made of brass. Some people refer to it as the Corinth Gate, like the city of Corinth. It's made it's made of brass and and it's uh it's 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 plated and inlaid with silver and gold and it's huge. Let me let me get the size on this if I can. I, I believe I read that it was like forty or fifty cubits. And we looked up this morning a cubit is like a uh, one about eighteen inches a foot and a half. So this is a massive gate. And it's made of brass. It takes 20 people to open this gate. Here it is. It's 50 cubits in height. This gate was 50. Now look at the gate. A little different now. This brass gate full of silver and gold is 50 cubits high. And it takes 20 people to open or close. 20 people. So talk about being at the right place at the right time. Jesus Christ was doing something here that he wanted the whole world to talk about forever. It wasn't some little sheep gate hidden off. It was right at the very temple because he knew in a miracle, Jesus knows the end from the beginning. He's the author and the finisher. He knew that this man was going to be delivered in a very popular place at, a, at one of the most popular gates in all the region. And he knows the same thing for you. Your testimony, when you are delivered, is going to go all around the world. Woohoo! Like Gail said, what's your opportunity? Uh, so, uh, and, and it's where people went to worship. And so, and then I put after this miracle, it spread so wide. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. So, I, I, I think I'm pretty much done with my notes. But. So, so he's sitting in front of this, this massive gate. And another thing I want to mention is in heaven. In heaven it records there are 12 gates. Did you know that? There's, there's 12 gates in heaven. Now this is an earthly gate. Imagine what those gates in heaven look like. I want everybody right now just close your eyes. Focus on Jesus. Realize your name is written in the book of life. Rejoice in that. And try to picture those gates opening for you. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So, my favorite scripture in the whole entire Bible, if you go to my Facebook right now, I believe it's been there since 2009 when it says, what is your favorite quote? Is this quote that I'm about to give right here. And it has spoken to me my whole entire life. I don't know why it's special. But now having read so much about this gate called beautiful being a part of Solomon's temple. Uh, now I know why that quote has been on my Facebook since 2009. Go verify. 
slash Minister Maxon. M-A-X-S-O-N. That's my Facebook. And he's saying alms for the poor, alms for the poor. And verse 3. Now remember, they're going to pray. When seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked in alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John said, look on it. So in other words, look, I need your attention. I want you to look at me. I just keep picturing myself in Arizona like, and seeing people delivered when I'm giving. I do. I, I can see it. I, in verse 5 it said, And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Verse 6. Here's, here's my quote. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In other words, all this silver and gold that all these rich people have, I don't have none of that. But Jesus Christ gave me power. He put my name in heaven. I, I was a fisherman. I denied him three times. He showed me mercy and grace. He put this power inside of me. And he told me that I can go out and cast out devils. He told me I have all power and authority over afflictions and demons. And he said, I want you to look at me. Because what is about ready to happen is going to be recorded forever. Something, a miracle is about ready, and I want you to know that it was given to me free, and I'm going to give it to you free, and it ain't going to cost you nothing. And, and, uh, and, and verse 7, and he takes him by the right hand, and he lifts him up, and immediately his feet and ankles and bone receive strength. Do you understand here? He was being afflicted by Satan. And, and Peter and John used the name of Jesus and he was set free. Even his bones, he was strengthened physically and spiritually. And let's see what happens after this great miracle. Verse 8. He, leaping up, he leaps up. Do you understand? Lame since birth. Sitting in front of this gate asking for money suddenly leaps up through the power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth because two people believed and received in faith that they could speak this. And entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. What you see here is a healing and a deliverance. He's praising God. He's not praising Peter and John. He don't care about the silver and gold. He ain't worried about staying out there. Well, what about my little alms post? He's going now with them in, into the temple to pray. Because the power of God has just zapped him. And changed him. Physically and spiritually. And I stress this because there are some people, they're going to be zapped. And it's through the power and love and authority and grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. Now watch in 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms 
at the beautiful gate of the temple. That's how we know the location. It's in verse 10. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And I, I, I studied this so much I, that I, I, I don't know how I can put into words. This place was so popular for rich people, men of stature. That, that if, any, if a miracle was going to happen anywhere and spread, it would have been here. I submit to you that this place was, this man was at the right place at the right time for a divine encounter with Jesus Christ. And it was Peter and John's obedience to going out into what Jesus Christ said to do that brought forth this miracle. And because it was at this beautiful gate that's 40 or 50 cubits brass full of silver and gold, that it just spread like wildfire. Jesus can heal. Jesus can heal. And that's what I want to happen on here. Is, is I want it to spread like wildfire. That people are being healed. People are being delivered. Jesus is still the healer. He can still heal. It's true. It's true. And I want it to go all around the world for the glory of Jesus Christ. And when I jump up and down, it's to give Him glory and praise. 11. And the lame man which was healed held Peter and held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wonder. I want you to take note of this. They're, they're on the porch of Solomon's temple. And the Lord has told me something prophetic about this in Israel and the rebuilding of the temple. That's for another service. Pray that I get more revelation on that. There's a lot of things going on. Twelve. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people. Now watch this. Remember the, the timid denying Jesus, you know, sinking into the water, uh, Peter? He's full of power and authority now. He's been baptized in the Holy Ghost. He said, and when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people. So, of course, all these people are going to surround him because it's such a popular area. He says, ye men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why you look so earnestly on this, as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk. The, the, now he's going to talk directly to these people that were under the law. The, in a way they can understand. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the God of our fathers has glorified His Son Jesus whom He delivered up and denied Him in the presence of Pilate when He was determined to let Him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. The Jesus Christ that, that, that you killed and let Barabbas the murderer go, it's through Him that this happened. <laughs> and killed the prince of life whom God hath raised from the dead and we're, we're all witnesses you're seeing a miraculous resurrection power and now brethren I want that through ignorance you did it as did also your rulers. But those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all His prophets that Christ should suffer, has He has so fulfilled. And then in 19 He said, Repent. 
He's talking to all the, the legalists that surrounded him and stuff. He's saying Jesus Christ did this. And he says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ which was preached unto you. I'm going to finish this chapter. Whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that followed after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. In other words, he's, he, he's speaking things they already know of, because they studied the law and the prophets, but killed Jesus. Ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant. So I'm going to end on this right here. What basically happens is, he, he rebukes them and tells them that all of this was prophesied and they shouldn't be amazed by it, that there's power, power, resurrection power in the precious blood of the Lamb. And he sends them a rebuke and he said, it's all recorded in those prophet books and law books you study. But you're so stuck into the legalism and closed-mindedness of, of this that you're going to miss it and you can be destroyed. So you need to repent and you know what happens in Acts 4, the next chapter? Do you know what Peter and John's reward was for obeying Christ? Well, go ahead to the next chapter. They throw them in prison. They threw them in prison. And I submit to you right now, how far are you willing to go to obey God? We're in, in perilous times. And there's things He wants us to do. And I truly believe that there are people holding back out of fear of what man could do to them. When the Bible said, don't fear what man could do to you. That He wants you to go out. I truly believe that there's people that should be doing the same thing I'm doing, preaching the same thing I'm preaching. Going out, you know why? Because this records that. This unchangeable, infallible, forever set of word records that we could cast out demons. Why aren't we all casting out demons? That's what this message is about. Why aren't we all laying hands on the sick so they can be recovered? Is it fear of getting thrown in prison? Is it fear of getting mocked? Here, here's what the Holy Spirit told me. Is it fear that you believe you will fail? Let me ask you this, babe, in closing. We'll... We'll close out here. If I have been called by God to go out and lay hands on the sick and, and cast out devils, and I don't go do that because of fear that it won't work and I fail, what is that? In me. Amen. And, and, what, uh, it is, and what did Jesus require when you ask. He said, ask in faith. He said, if you ask in faith. 
So, so, so what I want to submit to everybody within the sound of my voice right now is, is it because of a lack of faith? Because 1 Corinthians 12 records that He will give you a gift of faith. And I want to let you know that you no longer need the fear of a lack of faith because the Holy Spirit is raining down His presence and power upon all the earth. And the gift of faith is being acted, uh, activated and stirred up with inside us. And so when you go do it, you do it in the name of Jesus Christ in faith. And, and, and God's power will, will do what needs to be done through your faith. You do it in faith. So we're going to be teaching on this a lot. Um, so they're thrown in, in jail for that. And you know what they're doing in jail? Singing and praising God. They're in there saying something about the name Jesus. It's a beautiful, wonderful walk with the Lord. And I, I don't know if people have heard this preached like this before, but we can walk in power. And we can walk in authority. And I want to keep touching on this and touching on this. And then I want to show you for people who say you can't, I'm always going to take you to the Word. I, I want to thank everybody for coming. I want to, where we got? I want to uh, take up an offering. Uh, I want to take, I want to give people, the, the Word of God said is more blessed to give than receive. And that the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And what I want to do, and what I want to start doing is because I'm really horrible at taking offerings is uh, I want to give everybody a chance who hears this, the opportunity to, to give into this ministry here so, so that we can, uh, so we can go out and do the work of the Lord. And that's what the money is for. Uh, as long as your giving is led by the Holy Spirit, I want to open up an opportunity to give. You can do it by the website or uh, by PayPal. There's ways to give. And then, uh, and then I want to, uh, Thank everyone for coming out, and I want to thank everybody who will listen to this message later. If you are hearing this message, it's for a reason. I would ask that you read the scriptures and and uh, and, and and pray. I would ask if you would ask the Lord if you're to fast. I would ask the Lord if you are one of the people that's called. I would ask the Lord if, if you are the one needing deliverance that God would put someone in your path so that you can be delivered. I'd ask that you pray for this ministry that God birthed and uh, pray over your homes. We're gonna, we're, I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of things uh, where people have questions on when I say like, because I believe right now everybody should be anointing their homes. I got a question. Well, how do I anoint our homes? I'm going to I'm going to do, be doing short YouTube videos on exactly how to anoint your homes. I'm going to show you from start to finish on how to get the oil ready, how to pray over it, and how to go over your home. We, we, I believe we're heading into spiritual warfare, and I believe that we're the head and not the tail. I believe we're above only and not believe. I, I believe that we're called for such a time as this to stand in the full armor of God and not flinch back, not fall back, but yet to advance the kingdom of God forward. To see all of this time, what are they doing? They're advancing the kingdom of God. What happened to where the church started shrinking back? He's at the door, we see all the signs, and we're running in and hiding. No. Job said, though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. Let's close out in prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I, I thank you once again for blessing us with your presence. I thank you for the power and authority. I thank you that our names are written in the book of life. And I pray right now if there's anybody hearing me within the sound of my voice who's unsure if their name is written in the book of life or not, that they would, they would send me a prayer request or get with anybody in, in the chat room and understand that salvation is a free gift apart from all this power and authority and that they could receive salvation. I pray for those who are lost right now who have never known you as Lord and Savior. I pray that somehow you put someone in their path. I open up my email to them through that website link. Lord, I ask that you would make the crooked road straight. I ask that you would bless everybody and be with us today. I pray that your Shekinah glory come down right and rest upon their heads. I ask that their loved ones be saved. I ask in faith that they would be set free. I ask in faith that they would be blessed beyond measure. I ask in faith, Lord God, that, that you would do all of these things in their life beyond all they can ask, think, or imagine. I ask that they understand and fully comprehend how blessed they are as your servant. I speak life, I speak peace, I speak shalom, I speak blessings over everybody who will hear this message. And I speak bondage-breaking, yoke-destroying, freedom-setting power through the name of Jesus Christ and the power and authority behind that name. Amen. Amen. Do you have a question? you want to take a question? Absolutely. Um... Jeannie's asking, um, Mr. S Minister Paul, do you believe that if I cast out demons from someone and they refuse to get filled with the Holy Spirit now or afterwards, will those demons come back, bringing seven more with them, and their last condition will be worsened than the first? How do I prevent this? Or how do we prevent this? I do. I do believe that. And that's what Jesus said. And... Uh, uh, first of all, we need to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. We cannot let that, we cannot let what others are going to do or not do become a hindrance to what we're called to do. You may go, you may go cast devils out of 25 people, but it, it's the Holy Spirit that's going to uh, lead them and guide them after that. The best you can do is, is give them biblical foundations. You can baptize them in the name of Jesus Christ. You can uh, lay hands on them for the Holy Spirit. You can pray they receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, you can uh, you can put them on prayer lists. There's a lot of things you can do, but you can't save the world. Yeah. This is what my wife always tells me. I have the same concerns you do. We can't save the world. So, in other words... Here's a person full of a demon in front of me, and, 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 and this happened to me just in Wairika. I laid hands on him, and he was a, a demon left him. James came and put his hand on his shoulder. A demon left him, and as we drove away, I prayed for him. I, 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 I have to trust God at some point to minister to this man, because there's other people, you know, that see, and the Bible is our role model. They go from city and town and city and town. 
always going forward, always going forward. And, and uh, you can pray that God will put people in their lives, but you, you can't let that be a concern because the alternative would be to not cast the demon out. Well, then they're blind. They're, they're blind, spiritually blind and deaf to hearing what the Lord needs to hear. So, so you just obey God and cast out the demon and, and let Jesus uh, let Jesus keep this person. Cover them in prayers and introduce them to other Christians. You could, like I said, you can baptize them, you can pray for them. But what you can't do is get caught up in, in worrying and wondering. You go forward, go forward and go forward and go to the next person and the next person and the next person. Trusting Jesus that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide this person. We have to put it in Jesus' hands. Yeah, you, you just got to turn over to God. The vessel that He's going to work through. I know, I know. Uh, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I know I had demons cast out of me at the age of 15, and, and uh, it hasn't been an easy road, but I can say this one thing. After giving my life to Jesus Christ, I can truly say, at the age of 51, He has never once left me or forsake me. And I don't believe he will leave or forsake someone that you obediently uh, use the power and authority to bring deliverance to. He won't leave them either. You just have to trust God. Amen. Thank you. Thanks everyone for coming and joining us today. Lord, I just ask that that you speak to everyone today that's watching or listening to this video, Lord, that you tell them what their opportunity is, Lord. Tell them what you want them to be doing in their life, Lord. Speak to them, and I ask everyone to review the foundational scriptures from today and just have that conversation with Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Have you a know, blessed day. Yeah, may Jesus Christ be glorified. For the Bendy Online Church, I want to mention that uh, we are going to resume uh, both our study through 1 Corinthians and our prophecy updates next week. But today is our annual Christmas service in which we celebrate the birth of the Savior. I always like to begin my Christmas sermon by first expressing to all of you how thankful I am for you as a church. And uh, I think you know that it comes from the heart, but uh, I am so thankful uh, to you as a church, both here locally and online globally as well. I am just in awe (laughs) of the Lord and the great things He has done and is doing, and I believe yet future will continue to do. Truly, the Lord has bless this church exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything that anyone could have ever imagined let alone asked and I can't even begin to tell you how much I deem it a privilege to be your pastor Um, so from my ohana to yours I want to wish you a blessed Christmas and God's very best in the new year so thank you. And by the way, one last thing. 
most pastors cannot say what I just said. Uh, as a pastor of a church, we are truly blessed as a church body. Let's get started. This time I'm going to invite you to join me in Luke's Gospel, the second chapter. We'll begin reading in verse 1, and if you're able, I'll ask you to stand. You can follow along as I read. If not, that's all right. I like Luke's account. I like Matthew's too, but I really like Luke's. Luke, by the Holy Spirit, writes that in verse 1, it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And we're told, verse 2, parenthetically, that this taxing was, the, was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. And verse 3, all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Verse 5, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there, verse 8, were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold... I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped 